Welcome to Sunshine Soph. I am your host, Sophony, here to share rays of sunshine with you one episode at a time. Stay tuned for some inspirational conversations centered around healing and creativity created with you in mind. So pull up a chair, grab a drink, and get cozy, because it's time to tune in. Welcome back to Sunshine Soap. Today we have a very special guest, one of my dear friends, Shanae. Say hey, Shanae. Hey. <laughs> um, so Shanae is a content creator on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, which is actually where we initially connected, um, which is funny because when we first met each other, it was on TikTok, but we didn't realize we lived in the same state. So once we did, <laughs> y'all, when I tell y'all, we were outside, yes. okay, yes. all yes. summer long. Period. We went to go see Beyonce, went to food festivals, different events around the city. Um, it's just been a great time. So listen, we be out here. Lord the bus. Hold on a second. <laughs> Girl, I knew that bus was going to be in, uh, making noise because I'm literally right across from the bus stop. But anyways, so today's topic is the refusal to lose. Okay. And my goal today is to really discuss what it means to get started as a creative or creator um, in today's world. I know that a lot of times as creative people or artistic folks, we delay our process or our start process out of fear or the feeling that we lack resources. When, in actuality, sometimes we have everything that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe the mindset that is necessary is the audacity to win and the refusal to lose. So with that being said, mission A, let's get into the conversation. Right. <laughs> Period. Um, so I have a few questions about your journey okay. that I'm hoping to help others on their path of creative expression and um, creative freedom, basically. Okay. All right. So my first question, one is what inspires you to become a content creator? So uh, I wanted to do it for the longest time. But I kept, like you said, like the fear. I was like, one, I'm in Delaware. Like, it's Delaware. Like, who's checking for a content creator in Delaware? And then, like, I'm 36 now. So, like, when I was, I got into it about almost a year and a half ago. But even still then, I was like, oh, I'm too old to do it now. I was like, everybody's, like, in their late teens and their early 20s you know, doing it. But I was like, I got stuff to talk about. Like, I entertain people. Like, people tell me I'm funny, even though I be dead serious, but... (laughs) That's when you're hilarious. When you're dead serious, that's when you're hilarious. (laughs) So I was like, I can do this, but... And then I was just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm I'm, going to do it. Like, what can I have to lose? Like, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do it. And I started it. And it was just like, boom, just like that. I think that's great because a lot of times people are afraid of putting themselves out there when they're at a certain age. But it's just like, in actuality, a lot of people who made it, like in Hollywood or any type of creative art or whatever, they made it at an older age. Like someone like, I think Viola Davis, she was like maybe in her early 40s when she first right. like really out there. But she's been acting forever. So it's just like, you never know when you can actually make it until you just start. Exactly. So really important message for people. So another question I have is, was there ever a time where, I guess you kind of did answer this already, but was there ever a time where you were afraid to express yourself? How did you overcome that challenge? Yeah, because like when I first started, I was like, oh, I got to have makeup on every time I get on camera. I was like, I can't get on camera, you know, bare face. Like, I got to be 
makeup on. My hair has to look this way. I have to dress up this way. And that was exhausting because it's like, all right, now <laughs> this is taking up more time than actually put in the video out there. So I was just like, and then I would see like other creators, they would be like bare face and talking what they, you know, want to talk about. And I was like, well, you know what? I can do that too. So I just literally, cause what I talk about mostly is beauty and fashion for plus size women and things like that. So I was like, well, no one's going to be able to relate to me if I'm talking about makeup and beauty, but I have like a full face on already. Like I can't show anything so I was like forget it I'm gonna come on camera with my hyperpigmentation my dark spots my dark under eye circles and we we just gonna do this because there are millions of people out there who look just like me who probably looking for tips and tricks that's so true that is 100% true um I used to be the same way with my YouTube like I was like I gotta have everything looking on point like even here with my podcast I used to be like oh I gotta you know and it's just like for what right like <laughs> They're going to hear the message regardless of how you look. Right. And if they don't want to, that's fine. They're not your audience. Go somewhere else. So it is what it is. Exactly. So I really like that. And especially with beauty, like you said, you do have to like show them the before and then after when you do your makeup or whatever else. Right. Um, that's like with, and it's like, it's no shade, but like people who just get on camera and like their skin is like already like perfect, like porcelain. Yeah. Like I know they can't help that because they just got good skin. But it's like, well, right. I can't really relate to you because I don't got good skin. And so I'ma just, you know, just pass this video real quick. No shade, but I'ma just right. I'ma just try to find someone whose skin look like mine. Like <laughs> And you see, and the thing about that is what you said is perfect because there are people like us who feel like that and those are the like those are the people we need in our audience. So if we were to come on and pretend that we're something different and just be all perfect and stuff, it's just like people be like, okay, well I can't relate to her. I'm gonna keep on scrolling. Right. Cause like that's like one of the fears I feel like people have is like when they get in front of the camera, like, you know, you always assume that no one's going through what you're going through. You know, when you're going through something like you just are so dramatic and you think that you're literally the only one who's going through it until you talk about it. And like you see people in the comments like, oh, my God, yes, I'm going through the same thing. Like I made a video about having to work overtime like all the time because I'm literally like it's paycheck to paycheck. And there were so many people in the comments was like, like, oh my god girl yes like I'm literally the same way like I'm lucky like if I can even have ten dollars to my name after a paycheck because I was like kind of hesitant to post that mm -hmm. part but I was like you know what forget it and like a lot of people could relate to working overtime just so you can have some extra money after payday yeah and I feel like when it comes to social media we've gotten into this space where everyone feels like they have to be perfect mm -hmm. and it's just like the thing I really like about TikTok is the fact that we kind of broke that down where it's like, especially during the pandemic, people was coming on the screen, all types of crazy, right. how they look, <laughs> hair on brush, like just all types of people you would never see doing stuff like that on Instagram or YouTube. And you're like, damn, y'all keep it real. Right. Like, right. I'll be seeing some stuff where I'm just like, now nah, I would never do that. But you know what? I but you got it. Like, I'm not it right. Like, I'm not even mad at you. I'm not going to post no hateful <laughs> comments. Like, girl, because that's real. Like, you know, you got some people who have the whole clean girl aesthetic. And like, yes, like, it's nice to look at. Like, I'll be watching a little restock videos and the clean white houses and all that stuff. Right. I can't relate to it, but I like watching it. But it's like, no, nice. I cannot relate to the clean girl aesthetic yeah. at all. <laughs> 
exactly and i think that's why it's so important to just be who you are regardless because even for me like i like to keep my place looking a certain way and sometimes i'll look at other people's place and i'm like damn they look real clean and crisp right like, that's not you like you know how to clean up make things look cute right but i like to see like bright colors and art and stuff like that so i'm like you walk into my place you're gonna see different random colors mm-hmm. I like that. so the whole like very white walls and all this exactly all the clear silverware it's like yeah that's not me i need a a pop of color (laughs) like mm -mm. um so one of the other questions i have for you is how do you navigate personal losses in this type of industry because obviously getting started we ain't got all the money in the world to do these things nope (laughs) so sometimes we're investing in things and we have no clue how it's gonna work out for us so How do you personally navigate that when you do realize, damn, this ain't really worked out for me, but you know, like, what do you do to kind of, I guess, like manage your stress through those types of situations? I have taken mental breaks like twice. And like I said, I've only been doing this for a year and a half and I had to take like a break twice from it because I would just put in too much pressure um on myself because like you said like we don't have all the money all the resources you know to do everything and it was one of them things where it was like oh my god like I don't have the money to just go out here and buy this new makeup product or buy a whole bunch of these products to make new content like so then I had to be resourceful with the stuff that I have but then like it it gets to you because it's like well, oh my god all these other you know beauty creators you know they got the latest this and they got this makeup but you got to think like they got hundreds and thousands millions of followers they get pr i'm not there yet so it's like you can't and it's hard to not compare yourself but you can't compare yourself to other influencers content creators so you know sometimes you do have to step away take a mental break which like I said I've done that twice when it came to Instagram I'm literally still on my break from Instagram (laughs) it's been like I haven't posted nothing since June and I'm just about to start posting back on Instagram and like I had to take a break from YouTube once upon a time even though I am back on there now because it was just like you know I put a lot of pressure on myself because you want to keep being consistent But then there's also, you're also like, well, I don't got that many followers, so no one really cares if I don't post. But it's like, right? But it's like, you know what? You got to think about it. Like, no, people do care. It was a content creator, and she was like, um, she stitched another woman. You probably seen it on TikTok. And a lady was like, people have like 200 followers and they call themselves content creators. Like she's been real mean about it. And then a girl stitched it. And she was basically like, close your eyes and think about it. You're on stage and you have 200 people in the audience. That's a lot of people that's coming to see you. That's a very, very good point. And that changed my whole perspective. Cause on YouTube, I have like 260 something and I've been stuck there. But when she said that, I was like, well, if you put all 260 something people in that room and they all coming to see me, that's a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So definitely like mental, mental breaks when you're doing something like this, I feel like it's, it's needed because you will literally like, you'll drive yourself crazy trying to keep up with the Joneses and it's, it's not worth it. That's how you end up with burnout. Right. Like you put too much of yourself out there and it's just like, 
you know, you may not be getting the return on your investment how you want to to begin with, and then you just putting all this content, doing all this. It's just like, take it easy. Right, because it's it's definitely, it's not going to happen overnight. I think when I first started, like, I really thought that it was way easier because, like, from the outside looking in, it looks easy. Like, they're like, oh, they just sitting up their camera talking. Okay, they get free stuff, they get paid. But it's like, oh, no. Like, (laughs) there is so much that goes in. Yes, that goes into this, especially when you're a Black creator, a person of color, because we do have to work about 10 times harder to get layers upon layers. Yes, to get get half (laughs) of what other creators got. And I, I see that when companies tend to reach out to me to give me these BS deals, like I see it. It's a, it's a lot to navigate. <laughs> it is. As a black creator, a black woman creator specifically, mm-hmm. like there's just so many different layers of like, and obviously there's a space for us. Like Right. Oh, absolutely. Wrong. Yeah, we have a space, but it's just, it's a bit diff- more difficult for us to really find it. Um, but I think everything you said, 100%, on point especially with the mental breaks um instagram is a platform i'm a little iffy on all the time so i take breaks from there a lot <laughs> like yeah i'll just randomly like okay well i guess i'll start posting again and like you'll see me post for like a long time and then i just stop right <laughs> and then i come back a few months later i'm like hey guys i'm back like what's up so, i re- i was really stuck i'm i was just at one point i was like do I just want to start like a brand new page? But then I was like, oh my God, no, because yeah, because like I don't know if I'm gonna like lose my name because I want to take my name with me to the next page, but I don't know if it'd be like, oh no, this name is already in use. You can't use so I'm just like, I'm literally deleting f- removing followers. I've been doing it for months now. I was like at 30k, now I'm at 18k. Cause I heard that helps to reach your target audience. And my target audience is not straight men, but for some reason my stuff gets pushed to them. So I've been literally removing all of them and like spam accounts and all that. Like, I don't care if I only have 20 followers, as long as it's all women, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. You have to, you really do have to cultivate your brand to what it is that makes you feel comfortable mm-hmm. with people that you want to see your content. Right. Crazy right. <laughs> Girl. I think that's why I'm so iffy with YouTube too, where like I'll post, but like sometimes I'm like, oh, how much do I want to talk about on here? Because sometimes people comment random things and I'm like, um, you get up here and do this video if you think it's so easy. Listen, my but, block, my block button, I don't got time. I will block you in a minute. I don't got time. Like, one video I had, I think I told you yesterday where I just like, I just dis- disabled the comments. I'm like, I don't even want to read it. Right. You said it was like from two years ago. Like, why are you still? Like, no. I don't even care about this video no more. Actually, it was my video on the Parkers, which is funny because I know you love that show. Love the Parkers. <laughs> I was like, what are y'all even saying? Like, I just read, like, part of the comment. I was like, I don't even want to see it. Nope, nope, no. <laughs> like, take your negativity I, somewhere. Exactly. And I enabled the comments again on YouTube, but now all the comments are gone. I'm like, good, whatever. Right. Like, I, yeah, I got time. Mm-hmm. Like, let it go. <laughs> all right. So... Who is your dream collaboration as a content creator? So this could be someone or a brand that you would love to work with. If I could pick like a person, it would be Talithia Jane. I don't know if you know her. You know her? I think I do. That name sounds very familiar. Okay, so she is a content creator and influencer. I first started seeing her on TikTok. And then I found that she had a YouTube channel and I, I'm like, literally like, I'm obsessed with her. Like, I am 
obsessed. I think she's so dope. Um, and I've tried to like get into other creators like YouTube channels, but they don't hit like hers. Like, and when I say she works hard, like she works hard, like vlogs every Sunday, TikToks all the time. She posts her outfits on Instagram like all the time. But like even her and she has like almost a million followers on TikTok and she has hundreds and thousands of followers on YouTube and Instagram. Even she was like, she don't even get the opportunities like other, mm -hmm. you know, content creators do, which is crazy because it's like you got to think about it. Like I said, like she has like so many followers and she doesn't even like get the opportunity. But yeah, I would love to work with her. And when it comes to like brands, just like brands that I actually use like mm -hmm. NARS and probably work with Torrid and Shein and those are like all my like I want to go on a brand trip I'm like hello <laughs> True. it's coming it's coming you gotta speak that into existence yes right and they bring plus ones and you will bring my you will be my plus one you already know hey, you already know <laughs> But yeah, I definitely have a few brands I want to work with too. Um, that I worked with a content strategist recently who was telling me like, write down a list of um, brands you want to work with and just start to kind of knock them down. Like, you know, look into the information of how do you get to partner with them? Like, you know, different mm -hmm. pitch ideas online, stuff like that. So I've been slowly going down that list. The first one I'm starting with is HelloFresh. I know you see my Instagram. I saw, yes. <laughs> That's when I was like, oh, friend, look at you being a grown up cooking. Listen, <laughs> listen, girl. <laughs> Because one thing about me, I'm going to order some food. Um, but I want to, I actually went on their um, website the other day and I started looking through like how you can partner with them and, mm -hmm. that. and I'm like, yeah, it's a nice discount to begin. Like I want to just kind of, start to kind of make my way with these different brands. But like you said, working with brands that you actually use, that you like, I feel like that's the perfect way to start. But hold on. Another bus? <laughs> background noise don't pick up. Um, but yeah, so like working with brands that you actually use, people that you actually like, I think that's the perfect way to go about it. I think some people try to like do all of these different types of brands and it's just like, do it don't, right. It don't, it don't match. Not only that, like it being like a micro creator or however you want to small to create, however you want to call it. Like, you know, you got to think like these brands aren't just reaching out to you in the beginning. And it can be exhausting because you do have to reach out to them. And, you know, yeah, sometimes you won't hear back nothing. Sometimes you'll hear, no, we're not looking. And then in the beginning, I think people need to realize you're going to get more gifted opportunities than you are going to get um, paid opportunities. Gifts. I like gifts. Right, right. I, I don't mind <laughs> gifts. I actually, to be honest, like I, it depends on who it is, but recently I have stopped accepting um, gifts as payments because I was just like, all right, now this, this takes a lot to do. Like, and I think people really don't understand because like a 30 second video can literally take me about an hour plus just to do. And like, it's a lot. So like I said, it's just a personal choice. So me personally, I'm just like, okay, I don't want to do no more gifted campaigns. I don't want to do no more affiliate links. Y'all need to run me my money. I'm so sorry, but. <laughs> Look, you're not lying. You're not lying. I don't like, I can't. I can't. Like, I, 
it's nice to start out with to build like a little portfolio, you know, in a way and be like, oh, yeah, I work with this brand. I work with this brand. But it's like, you know, these brands be having the budget. So it's like, yep. please stop playing with me, please. And thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's important not to not to sell yourself short, because it's like, like you said, they have the budget. Mm -hmm. They want to spend money on they're gonna spend it now. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not the right fit for them. Cool, but right. don't let them try to play you. Just like sending you gifts here and there. Like it could be nice to start. I do think like, cause especially because I haven't really like partnered with many brands. Like I've done like little things here mm -hmm. in the past, but it's never been substantial. So I don't mind starting off getting a little bit of gifts here and there. But I'm going with my money up front. Exactly. Okay? Like, let's get something, okay? Because they will, um, they will try you. Like I had one shapewear company reach out to me and they was like they wanted literally they wanted like 20 videos in a month and they were only yeah. trying to give me five hundred dollars excuse me yeah 20 videos. yes baby if i must do 20 videos for you i need to be able to pay my rent for the next thank you five hundred dollars doesn't even cover my rent <laughs> like but no, like that, that is literally how, and that, that's happened to me a couple of times where they will literally like, oh, we need like 10 videos from you and we'll give you a discount code. And I'm like, oh, and politely, professionally, I'm like, no, thank you. Like 10 videos automatically is starting off at a thousand for me. You got to at least have a thousand per video. Don't right. Like, it's, but I think they go to like, like I said, they go to people's pages like mine and they'd be like, oh, well, she doesn't have a hundred thousand followers or this many. Okay. Right. So she'll probably sure. take whatever we give her. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. mm -mm, you thought wrong. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I still work a full-time job and I'm a mom. Oh no. Listen, and that's the other thing. It's like, it's hard to navigate when you're trying to take care of yourself, your family, all these different things that's going on. And then you're trying to also create this stuff that you know you want to create this certain life for yourself. Right. You know, somebody tells you, I'm going to give you $500 for 20 videos. Right. All, I need to have time to work on these videos. Exactly. Okay? Like, like you pay me for my time, my creativity, taking out time to spend time with my child or whoever. Like, mm -mm, no, thank you. They don't they don't understand that. Or maybe they do understand it, but they just don't care. That's what I was gonna say. They know they don't care. That's what it is. Um so I have a few more questions for you mm -hmm. and we'll wrap it up. The um second to last question is how would you encourage your younger self to better express herself? So this one's a little a little introspective type of question. Oh gosh. He's like, oh boy. The older <laughs> me is still working on expressing herself in a in a positive way. <laughs> But you know what? It's called growth. Okay? It's called growth. And you're, you, you've grown. That's what matters. We have. Hold on. Repeat, repeat the question one more time for me. Okay. So I said, how would you encourage your younger self uh -huh. to better express yourself? Okay. I think I would tell my younger self to just say what's on her mind mm -hmm. and say what she's feeling because... When I was younger, I I literally did not do that. And I had so many, like, anger issues when I was younger. And depression started, like, around 14, 15 for me when I was younger. And it's because I never expressed, like, how I was feeling. Because, like, for one, like, I was a latchkey kid. Because I, <laughs> you know, I had two older brothers, but they had been moved out by the time it was just me and my mom. And I was in middle school. And, like, it was just me. Like, all the time. So, for the most part, you know, I was just alone. Mm -hmm. 
And I spoke about this before, but it was like, it was just me. Like, cause she worked two jobs. She had to. So she was gone before I got up for school. When I got home from school, she was still gone. And she would usually get home probably like 9, 9.30. So being alone, and I, I didn't realize this until I got older, like being alone, like really affected me. Like, yeah, I have friends, but like I would go home and I was still alone and things like that. Um, and now I love being alone, <laughs> which isn't always good. <laughs> and I realized that because I feel like a lot of that played into the part because when I was younger, I'm just so used to like being alone and like just don't be in my space. But I would definitely tell my younger self to just express herself in a more positive way. Like it is okay to speak up and say like how you're feeling and what's going on. Because like I said, like even in my 30s, like I'm just now learning how to say what I'm feeling and to say no and to say, no, I don't want to do that. No, I'm not going to do this. No, I'm not going to settle for this. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would tell my younger self. I love that. Oh, Lord, I feel like I'm in therapy. Jesus. <laughs> See, I tried this time. Usually I'll have more questions <laughs> like that. But this time, like, let me be fun. But I had to I had to throw it in there. I'm sorry. I had to. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, and then, hold on. The last question. Oops, I don't think I wrote out the full question. Hold on. Okay, so what are some words of advice that you would share with someone who wants to begin content creation, but they're afraid to or they don't know where to start? Um, the first thing is just do it. I know that may sound crazy, but like, seriously, just just do it. Um, figure out what it is that you want to talk about. Cause you know, you hear the whole, you got to have a niche. You got to have a niche. It does help mm-hmm. if you pinpoint what it is you want to talk about. It's important to know that you don't need the latest phone. You don't need some big expensive camera. I still use my phone. And I, we talked about this. Like I literally just bought a camera last yeah. year and I had to wait until tax time <laughs> to get that. So you definitely, all you need is a phone. Go on Amazon get your little tripod like that's it and another thing is like the internet is free like you can literally go on google tiktok youtube and search tips on how to be a content creator tips on how to reach out to brands like they have all the resources right there you have people who yes want to get paid for their services but you also have people who are willing to share their information for free i think another thing that you also have to remember if you're going to do this. And it's something that I learned is that your friends and your family are not your audience. I think that, yeah, I think that's a very important thing to understand. Your social media is not for your friends, not for your family. You probably will either have to create a new page or purge your old page to make it to make it fit for you being a content creator but um you can't take it to heart when they don't like everything when they don't comment everything when they don't share it because strangers are going to be the ones that support you the most and i think my last tip would be to take your time 
And if you need to take a mental break here and there, go ahead and take it. Because it's unfortunately, it's not going to happen overnight. But if you're doing it for the right reasons, you're going to be happy with what you're doing. And it's going to pay out. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> so, first of all, thank you so much for joining me on Sunshine So. Thank you I'm, for I'm having me. Of course. I'm trying to be more consistent with my content in every um, area because in the past few years, like, I've done all this different stuff. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all of that. Podcasting. But I find that every time I'm struggling or going through something, I mm -hmm. just kind of stop. I'm like, I can't do it. Whatever. I give up. Oh, girl, but I completely, I don't know if I told you, I completely stopped doing my podcast. I did. Look, I I get it. <laughs> I get it. I had an old podcast. I just left it to the side. I was like, whatever. And this one, for a second, I was like, should I rename it? Should I do that? I was like, no, stop doing that. <laughs> just, this is what you're going to do. Right. You're going to invite your friends, invite people you're close to, make you more comfortable to interview people, and just put your content out there. Stop stopping. Stop stopping. It's a lot. <laughs> I'll stick with my Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, because good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> But like you said, taking that mental break, it helps you to kind of get clear, get that clarity of, do I want to keep doing this? Mm -hmm. If I don't, leave it. That's and that was that was the thing. It wasn't giving me as much happiness as my other platforms were giving me. And I was like, well, this is kind of pointless then. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to step away. Yeah. And that's, that's important to know. I think as a creative, you definitely have to know your limits, know your boundaries with yourself. With other people too, of course, like, mm -hmm. friends, like we said you know knowing your worth of what they should pay you but also knowing does this work for me i don't think i really care for this right, right. That, that's just what it is um which is what i kind of feel like with instagram like sometimes i still try to do a little something but i'm like mm, i think i'm gonna stick more to tiktok and my podcast youtube here and there you know i'll do i'll try to be you know because i do want to get to that a thousand follower mark and hopefully get monetized but right as far as like putting my energy into it i'm like tiktok is easier for me it just flows in a way that's way different. It does. You were absolutely right. That's why on Instagram, I just post pictures in plus size fashions. And I'm like, well, this is what this page is for. So this is what y'all going to get. Nothing more. Nothing less. There we go. <laughs> Keep it simple. Thank you again for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening attentively and remaining present with me at this moment in time. You mean so much to me, your community, and especially to your inner child. I pray that you are finding healing and joy in this world. Remember that it is possible. Sunshine, signing out.